again. Thank you for tuning in to the Vincent Space with Jay. And today we have a special guest, mm-hmm. Big Dog. This motherfucking dog. <laughs> I was about to do that. <laughs> All right. I have a quote. It says, Home is where you are loved the most and act the worst. By... We said the name before, but. Marjorie. Marjorie Pay <laughs> Hinkley. And no, it does not rhyme. I don't know. It don't. <laughs> it don't. Marjorie and Hinkley. Okay, maybe. I don't Marjorie know what. Hinkley. Okay. Yeah, but... that part. Right? So this episode is actually special because we're talking about the dynamics of home, house, however you want to call it, family. One of us come from a broken home, mm-hmm. one come from a blended home, and one come from a married home. Well, you know, <laughs> your family. A completed home. Yes. <laughs> okay. A two-parent household. Yes. Yeah. He's the so, unicorn. I am the person that come from a blended family. My stepdad stepped into my life when I was when I was like seven. Up That's until now. So he is my dad. Now. Yes. yes. I come from uh, the the complete home oh. where I had both my parents in my life, my whole life, both married since before I was born. Oh. Still married to this day. Oh, oh, he a unicorn, a real unicorn. Like, go ahead, boy. Oh, and by the way, his parents are like stunning, dude. Like, oh my god, just too much. seriously, like they pictures, they be working it. I'm like, look at him. Wait, so if I can ask, how long have they been together all together? Like, even before the marriage, like, how long? They've been together for 30 plus years. God, that's what I'm talking about, bro. That's dope. Black love. Okay. Okay, now. That real shit. Yes. That's dope. It's still going. It's still kicking. Yes. That's fucking, that's fucking beautiful, bro. Like, those are goals for me, for real, for real. Like, you know, although... You know, I used to, I was once married, I am not divorced. Um, like, I didn't, I, I, did, I never saw divorce as an option at first. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially with giving the example before me. Uh, like, it, it, was, I, it just wasn't an option until I had a moment of clarity where I'm like, you know, a marriage is supposed to be happy. Yeah, it's supposed to be give and take. It's not one sided. Love is not a, a marriage is love. Love is not jealous. Love is kind. Love is mm-hmm. giving. Love is forgiving. Janelle. And, you know, yeah, no. <laughs> I caught it. Qualities that my parents. Those are all the qualities that my parents, you know, present. That's what they. That, that's yes. how they are. Those. Those are who. They, those are the the people that they are. Yes. What he just said. If you watch it, and anybody that know me know this is my favorite movie of all time. I cry like a baby during this movie every time. A walk to remember. Oh my god! Yeah, I remember you oh saying that. Actually, love um... is not jealous. It does not envy. Love mm-hmm. is kind. It is not boastful. Love does not keep track of yeah transgressions. Yep. 
it's it's healing love is learning to love people intimately you know like like yeah you know like i was learning you know i was going through my life experiences you know like i had i had to do some growing too like i wasn't this perfect person like i still don't believe i'm this perfect person you know i i just like my experiences taught me a lot yeah and then on top of that my background taught me even more so and not not just my parents out there for everybody no he is not single okay i'm dead no no i am not single you can just imagine who his girlfriend is no <laughs> oh my gosh she's just amazing oh like, my god i've never met her before she is definitely <laughs> the dopest country girl i ever met in my life country <laughs> where did you get country from <laughs> Country. She is the dopest country girl I ever I am not country. <laughs> well, apparently we this, think about the right. how she say country, though. I am not country. I'm not country. <laughs> she just hold all types of shit out. Y'all, look. People in Wisconsin is not country. Okay? We not country. We not country. We don't grow up on farms. Some of us do, but not all of us. See, that's the one it word they taught us that must be uh-huh. Hey, you grew up with more than one, two siblings. Shit, that's the whole. <laughs> I'm dead. Like, see, I was the only child in my household. I was the only child for nine years. They waited nah. to have a sibling when I was mine. I was like, "What the fuck am I do with this?" What she said, "I think it's broken." <laughs> but I, I love, I love my brother. <laughs> like I love my brother. Today. And I thank my mom and my dad for him all the time because I I love my brother today. And I just love amazing, hearing you say also, that. Like, you know, shit, if I could switch siblings, I would. Goddamn it! Like these niggas, I'm dead. My brother is laid back and chill. I wouldn't trade my brothers for the world. Like those those two dudes, man. Like I I definitely only have two siblings. It's just me and my two brothers. Like I'm in the mm, middle. No sister. No sisters. Jeez. No girls in the house outside my mom. There's my mom and four boys. Damn. Four four guys in the house and, and just my mom. I know she was watching y'all asses like ain't no babies oh, coming up in this motherfucking house. Yeah. Ain't no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's where the shelter part comes in. Like mm-hmm. my, my mom was like she was very very overprotective of, of me and my brothers. Very overprotective. Mm. I have a lot of female cousins who were who I'm close with who very overprotective of us. Because like 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 I said, we don't have any sisters. Those mm-hmm. were our sisters. 
Mm. As it should be. Our our cousins and our 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 second cousins and shit like that. Those are our sisters. You know, mm. like so. When we got together, like shit, this, this our sister. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah. we all go out together. This my sister. And can't nobody talk. Can't nobody touch my sister. Can't nobody touch See? my sister. Oh, I wish. None of that shit. Like, and it was dead. Like, and when they had little boy problems, who you all think? Who you think they was calling? Yeah. See, and that's kind of why I wish my family wasn't broken because I don't have family. I think people hear me say that and they'd be like, oh, everybody got family. We do. Obviously, I got a bloodline, yeah, but do. I don't have but family. Blood does not make you family, though. Exactly. Yeah. I learned that the hard way as well. Blood does definitely not make you it's family. It's not family. Your they loyalty were... and, your, and your honor is what makes you family. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you honor, our, you honor our respect with each other, amongst each other, and you're loyal to me, I'm loyal to you, you know, and, and our friendship flourishes. At the end of the day, there's nothing that you can't ask me for. There's nothing and, that you can't and do. That's I will ride correct. for you, I die for you, so, you know what I'm saying? And I do, I, I do it all. I don't want exactly. anybody to think that we're saying you have to be blood related to be family. You don't, because sometimes your actual family can treat you like crap and your friend is always there. Yeah. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it goes off of that. You don't have to be connected. Me and my stepdad, we're not blood related at all. He's my family. That man took care of me. He he when when I was having problems with my hand blistering up and my mom couldn't mm-hmm. take me to the doctor, my stepdad came up to my school, pulled me out because I called and said my hands were hurting so bad and they used to blister and crack open all the time, no matter how much lotion we put on them. And he took me in. Stop. We did surgery on my hand and everything. I found out it was just like some type of skin disease I had. But I was able to come up with my own solution over the years. And I did it on my own. So he was there. The host that me started my candle business. Cotton candles, by the way. Dope shit. Dopest candles ever. She's coming back. When I tell you these, like, you know how you go to bath, like, uh, bath of body works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they got those, those candles on sale. Yes. And those candles be smelling amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you. She made the exact same candle I smelled in the store. Yeah. I actually mm. did bath and body works stuff for myself. She stuff. made no, the no. exact <laughs> candle that I smelled in the store. This, now, mind you, and her prices are very reasonable. They yeah. are extremely reasonable. So, I mean, if you hear and you listen and support, 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 like these candles, I'm telling you, are the bomb. You will not waste your time and or money with this. I promise you all. Yes. Like, it, it's just we... crazy. You spend $30, $40 for one, two candles. I'm yeah. telling you. And, you. and use them. Like, and you while we're just, here, you know, whole bundle here. <laughs> while we're here, let's also shine a light on Mama C's Hair Growth, Black-owned business, where the oil... It actually helps your hair grow. So nice. the shops that actually uses that also while we're here still support my girl that royally vegan. Please, she once again catered to Omarion when he was here. I'm gonna keep saying that because she's dope as hell. Support, support, support. Black owned businesses need just as much love, baby. But <laughs> let's get back to it. So my stepdad actually helped me start off my candle business. He paid for my LLC and everything. Nice. So he was there for me the whole way. Not saying that my dad wasn't God rest his soul. My dad been dead for it'll be eight years um, on the twenty ninth. Every time you say that, they get me. Years. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. 
But um, yeah, my dad, my dad and my stepdad, though they did not get along, I was grateful that I was able to call either one of them whenever I needed to. Either one, I was able to call my stepdad or my dad, and I was able to talk to them more than I was able to talk to my mom. It wasn't because I didn't love my mom or anything like that, but I found it easier talking to them than my mom because both of them were understanding. And that's the benefit of a blended home. Yeah. yeah. When you, like my kids, it's going to be some things that my kids would tell Big Dog that they would never tell me because they feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. There's some things that it's like I can't even say just my kids, our kids. It's going to be times where my daughter comes up to you and, and, and says things to you and just, yeah. you know what I'm saying, something she ain't going to be able to tell me because I ain't going to know how to handle it. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Okay, but that's 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 a part of the the, the gender roles in those situations. Like, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to and like I feel like in a mixed home situation, you need to find somebody or some or you need to be with someone who's comfortable just accepting mm-hmm. that comes with you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because kids don't ask to be here. Yeah. They they're not asking to be a part of any situation. They're 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 just literally an extension of you. Exactly. So you know, like to accept you is to accept all of you. Yes. And vice versa. To accept me is to accept all of me. I come with kids. And if you come with kids, shit, your partner needs to understand. Mm-hmm. That's a package and, deal. It's and, not just a you one know person it's thing. Crazy. It's not just a one uh, one package thing. That's a whole package that's that, that's coming with that. Jay, you grew up with a broken home. And you're mm-hmm. little right now. How do you how do you feel about that? Like, yeah, I was pissed. Let me tell you. But, th- you know, like I said, it always made me look bitter because I was craving so much for her to have a dad. It looked like I was craving him. So yeah. it was like I craved my dad when I grew up. So I know yeah. how it feels to be unwanted by a nigga that made you. And I hate to yeah. say it like that. Like, he, he made me and he did not want me. Mm. And I know that for a fact because I remember when we would get the chances to see him. And it was very often, I think four times out of my whole childhood I see my dad one he took Jeez. us to AA meeting um and that's uh, the AA dumbest AA meeting yeah he took us to AA meeting the second time we went to there's a house I don't know what the fuck it is but it's kind of like where all the people who struggle with their addictions they take you there and you can uh-huh. visit your kids uh-huh. yeah so while we're there right my brother has always been his trophy child while we're there he placed me on a windowsill and he just goes off of my brother so I was never like that person. To this day, my like father has called me like the dumb blonde, like the mistake. He told me to kill myself. He did all this shit. And I'm like, do you right? I, I think I told, my dad only said one disrespectful listen, thing to me. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Man. <laughs> my, no, like for real. Like I ain't gonna lie to you. Like if you had ever met my dad as, as a teenager, as a young kid, like my pops... My pops, like you, you would have been like, man, that's my daddy. I don't care. No, okay. that's my daddy. Because like, like my pops would have took you in and he would have accepted you and everything that you came with. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would have been like, no, nah, we ain't gonna never put you out in the cold. You need anything. And my mom on the side of him would have helped. Yeah, and, like, and I think that's saying? what so people like, need to take from I'm the broken families. Yet. Well, I think what people need to take from the broken families oh, is everybody is needed, bro. Like oh, the mom, the dad, everybody is fucking needed. Um, because what the mom can't do, the dad can do. What the mo- the mom can't teach a daughter how a man gonna treat you, bro. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. The mom Bad. can't tell you none of that shit. She can tell you how she was treated, but she can't tell you like, oh, when a man do this, this is what it means. Because she don't have the mindset of a man. 
And that's she crazy because me and Zay mm-hmm. was just talking about that the other day. And yeah. I was telling her, like, you know, with the whole gender role thing, like, there's going to be things that, you know, she can't teach her boys. You know, mm-hmm. That, that, that they're going to need to learn, you know. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, like, even though they're not my biological children, I will treat them and I will love them as if they are. In because, fact. like, you know, I'm going to teach them the way that they should grow, the way yeah, that they yeah. should go, you know. Like, and... you know, I'm not going to teach them anything wrong. I'm not going to give them like, you know, any type of wrong instruction or anything on how to harm themselves, how to create destruction or chaos. I'm going to teach them how to be gentlemen. I'm going to teach them exactly. how to be young men, and you, how to be yeah. educated, how to value how to communicate. Yourself, how to, yeah. Of course, how to communicate, how to articulate everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and that's when, and when I'm in there and even when she's, you know, even when their mom is getting on their heels about whatever, I'm tell I'm, I'm in there still talking to them after, you know, so after they done got yelled at and I'm telling them, <laughs> This is why, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is exactly. why. Like, y'all gotta. He explained things a lot better like, than this me. Is, this is what y'all gotta do. Y'all don't want her to mm-hmm. y'all. y'all. don't want her to get on y'all so heels he... about this. Like, go ahead and do this. Then fix it. Yeah. And I actually. Do this without like... her having to ask you. Mm-hmm. You gotta worry about hearing her mouth about nothing. Believe <laughs> it or not, uh, I actually seen a bigger change in my boys mm-hmm. and, and my little girl, too. It's been a huge change. See, they, my boys are used to a blended family because I haven't been with their dad in over, what, five years. Um, I, I As you know, I left when I was pregnant with Kari. So Kari never experienced that feeling of two parents in a home. All he mm-hmm. knew was a blended thing. Like, okay, my mom and dad are not together and they never will be together. Mm-hmm. And Trey got and Mason got a chance to experience that family thing for a second, but it wasn't. It was like a family, but a broken family that's still together because of the kids. Never stay together because of the kids, because that makes <laughs> everything worse. And yeah, well, and right my right kids now, are actually really happy. Right yeah, my kids are actually happy that mom is happy and dad is happy with whomever makes them happy. Because to me. I tell them, if I'm with somebody, just know that right intentions. They would never harm our kids. They would never do wrong with our kids or by me. That person is going to love my kids as they love me and vice versa. That's one additional person that love your kid and that could teach your kid. And I ain't a lot of them are the smartest, like a group of the smartest kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm a kid, so it's mm-hmm. like like these are some smart children. Like, like, and and for all of them to be under the age of ten, all mm-hmm. of them under the age of ten, and they all can speak very well. They all know. They all have a, a a very particular vocabulary, a very selective vocabulary. Sure, but they can all very much express how they feel, which I love, especially for young men. Like, I love that. It's crazy. Yeah, I, like you don't you don't see me. many kids able to express how they feel or even mm-hmm. given the opportunity to express how they feel. And mm-hmm. then we got that's how we get all of these broken teenagers and all of these that's making all these babies and, all of and these stuff. But you like, know what? These want to be like I want to be the man, so I'm gonna go out and do this. I'm gonna make a man statement, but that don't that's not that's not what defines a man. Mm-hmm. And because they they either don't have that example or they have mm-hmm. a poor <coughs> excuse me I am getting hot right now <laughs> but uh but yeah because they either either had that piss poor example or they had mm-hmm. no example whatsoever they grow up 
to a, either a bitter or a hurt woman or a scorned woman. So mm-hmm. it's like, bad part. So it's like this scorned woman raising a boy. Oh my god, that's that boy at home thing. It, it, it doesn't. What? It, it doesn't. It, or, or even 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 on the father note or on the, on the mother note with with the girl because yeah. at the end of the day, when what we learn as as a youth or as as young adults, you are gonna always get in your your testosterone. Mm-hmm. You gonna always get into it with your parents, and depending on your gender depends on which parents you're gonna get into with the most. See, but which- what I notice is our situations train us without us knowing how we think. Like, look at how all of us are talking. But when I've had conversations with Alcha on this thing, he's, like, Big Dog is more based off of, like, marriage and staying with the family. Shoot, Zay, she don't give a fuck. Whoever she doing with, she, them her kids at the time. Me, I don't fucking, like, I don't let nobody buy my kid. Like, you got me bent, nigga. Like, you ain't finna hurt and shit that, over these that legs. all come from how we was raised. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, and that's he weird. was raised with both of his parents who are still together, he thrived for that marriage part. Me, I was raised with a blended family. Yes, some people be like, don't let that man raise my child or don't let that woman raise my child. Are mm-hmm. you there every fucking day? Here's the, here's the part right here. I'm all for the man, I'm all for their fathers being in their lives. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. I'm all for that. Please be active. Please be active. Like I want to Because mommy be wanting to get her so back tracked. Like, Please be active. Like I want to be cool with y'all. So y'all, you know what I'm saying? Thank so, you. When it, when it come down to it, and I'm around yeah. the kids, or and she and she's not available, you can call me, mm-hmm. hit me up, like, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Drop my that's how it's supposed to be. That's literally how it's supposed to be. You could be at the crib. I drop her off. Whatever. Remember, like I'm I'm that type of sensible dude. Like you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Probably three, four years ago, I'd be like, man, hell no, I ain't talking to these niggas for what? I wish I was like that. See, and that's my thing. Like, even though I say I'm not with anybody being around my kid, if my baby father dates somebody, I don't give a fuck. As long as I know you good and you care about my daughter, mm-hmm. I don't give Because you, is you about to come get her? But so remember, I a little break and drink? Remember, Jay, I just went through that situation. Yeah. I, I, when I was contacting a girlfriend and I said, hey, he not picking up. Can you come mm. and get the boys? And she'll be like, yeah, I'm on my way right now. I'm finna come and get them. But then, I don't know what clicked in her head. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this ain't it. Uh-uh. That <laughs> like, oh, wait a minute. I'm being a little too nice because now you think you could talk to me any other kind of way. And I'm a person that don't like confrontation. But baby, when you give me confrontation, <laughs> <laughs> Why? All right, let's go. Let's get it cracking. I'm I'm stupid then because I feel like you're testing me, mm-hmm. and that's where boundaries need to be set set up. You know, and, and it's crazy because like it, it didn't matter whether you were talking to him or talking to her. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, this is who you're with. Yeah, mm-hmm. we all need to be able to communicate together. Mm-hmm. Like if I can't get in contact with you, I need to be able to get in contact with who you're dealing with. Yeah, exactly. This is something that's long term. I expect, I, you know, what I'm saying like, no, I'm not expecting you to respect me. I'm not expecting for you to be my friend. Yeah, I, I do expect you to be able to communicate as another parent to my child. Once mm-hmm. again, and this is when is not single. <laughs> go, ahead. Go, go ahead, Jay. That that's when the maturity comes in. A lot of people gotta let shit go and not like hold on to stuff. Because I realize, and I'm gonna bring up a conversation that I had with a friend uh, a couple weeks ago. You have to realize the women. I don't know about the men, but growing up, I've seen the women like our mothers. They went through so much bullshit in life. Like these people were getting 
no no offense they were getting raped and they had to keep it in the family because don't let it outside the house they were getting abused they was doing all this when they grew up they did not learn how to they didn't learn how to because not really get over it it wasn't normalized for thank them you to speak out thank you so it wasn't accepted for them to speak out because they needed to be looked thank you as they were some type of hoe or they were some type of exactly export or like it was mm-hmm. they were it was spit on on the female like that but now look at this though they raised us this whole generation does not speak on their feelings this whole generation feel like their parents did not understand what the fuck they were trying to say those parents didn't understand how to communicate emotions to us and a lot of us are emotionally fucked up and we don't know why we're emotionally fucked up it's not because somebody hurt us it's because our parents didn't teach us how to communicate what the fuck we're feeling and that's why i tell my kids hey don't cry but you gotta look at it like talk to me though a lot of our parents work a lot of the time that yes. part too yes like my they, mom they were, worked her so ass busy, they were so busy working to provide for however many children you know like they they were they were they were trying to make mm-hmm. a living for, for us okay. so you know what i'm saying like so yeah. at that point it was like we're we're in a generation where we can make the time to you know what i'm saying take that yeah take that time to sit yeah. down and, and talk with our kids mm-hmm because we knew how it felt but, to be ignored then, and shut exactly. up. Exactly. But then, mm-hmm. then they they didn't they they were stuck in work mode. Like so, yeah, off work is like damn. I got to get up think... tomorrow do the same shit. I ain't trying to hear y'all miles. I ain't trying to hear y'all, <laughs> y'all arguing. I'm trying to hear y'all bumping and cupping shit. Sit the fuck down. Yeah. They call it a motherfucking do night. You, do you guys <laughs> think that um, your parents' uh, childhood? determine what type of parent they are towards you today definitely without a doubt my definitely my mom was super protective because she went through a lot like unfortunately (laughs) i can't say her story but her story if you thought my shit was bad with the shit i went through my my mother has been through some shit and i'm like i see why you're protective but as a kid growing up you don't see that shit you're just like damn why you so hard on me bro like yeah, as a child, you're not gonna see that because they ne- they, like they are superheroes. Mm-hmm, why, exactly. why would they like? And, why would they like? And it's crazy because like my parents, my parents would sit there and they would tell you, uh, my kids ain't never seen us argue when they was kids. Never in fact, them. and it's crazy because that statement is a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. My parents argue. We heard them. We've never seen them argue. We've never seen them mad at each other. And his mom is so ever. freaking sweet. And his dad until is we, like a big teddy bear. Like mm-hmm. it was like, it was like, like damn, like where, where, where the fuck even, was this? we was kids. I even, man. Like, <laughs> like y'all want to show the bull now? Show the, y'all should have showed us that shit because so, they wouldn't been aware of what the fuck we dealing with you know, as, as as adults. Like it's shit, like damn. I, I had an aha moment. My dad let me do anything I wanted to because his mother let him do anything. Oh, yeah. Because my granny sold. She, mm, she, she anything was a she touched, it was big time shit. Like, she sold. Anything right. she touched, like, it could have been that that boy, that girl, whatever it was, she my was granny. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad she saved. She's a minister now. Um, with oh, don't be putting that lady business out there. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. She she did a whole one eighty, but okay. my mom. That's a whole seven twenty. <laughs> <laughs> my my mom though, on the other hand, she didn't have parents. Hmm. So by the time she was fourteen, she was orphaned. Both of her parents had passed, and so I never got a chance to meet 
my grandparents on my mom's side. Yeah. And it hurts me knowing that my mom didn't have her mom to lean on, especially when I was born. You know, my mom was still a baby herself. And now I understand. She she trying to show me this way because she didn't have mm-hmm. her mom to show her this way. And I looking back on it, I I'm so sorry for putting her through a lot of the shit that I did. And it hurts me seeing that because I'm like, damn, this woman really had nobody but her siblings who she used to argue with from time to time in mm-hmm. her corner. You know? So it's like one of those things where what do you say after that? You you don't know what to say after that because you you pretty much like did whatever the fuck you wanted. I was a rebel, and I when I say I was rebellious, think of Lucifer going against God. I was that literally that rebellious, and and it hurts. Ass, it, yeah, it hurts because you was a terrorist. He ain't shit. Well, my mom and my stepdad didn't know. Listen. No, they didn't know if I was going to come home. They didn't know if I was going to go. They didn't know if I was going to school. They didn't know if I was eating. I'd be gone for weeks. Yeah, they they didn't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't know. And, and they were amazing parents. You know, the I'm best glad, parents I'm ever. I'm so glad I'm here. <laughs> like, I'm glad. I look, I, I, look, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, even after my situation and everything, like, I'm very grateful. Like I thank God every day for placing you in my path. I swear to God. And that part. Because it's like like not only do you help me see the light and everything, like Aww. you help me stay grounded. You you help me stay rooted. Like and it's like I, no matter how many times like that 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 little piece of me just wanna just be like, <laughs> like just get out and just be like I'm gonna show you who that's the fuck I am for real, for real. Like, but that's not who I am anymore. And you remind me of that, and you tell me that, and you like you make sure that I see that. Because you deserve and then you'd be it. Like, we right, deserve right. it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let it go. See, when you get raised by people who love you, you are taught to see the good in everybody. Mm-hmm. My mom is said that may bicker all the time, and it always happened in that kitchen. I don't fucking know why, but just say, stay out the kitchen, mom. Stay out the kitchen. kitchen. <laughs> Every time I am over, it ain't there, right over there. They take middle east things, and I'm like, oh my god. And my brother mentioned it's the fucking kitchen. Every time they <laughs> shit, it's the kitchen, and I'm like, yeah, it's the kitchen. You we could be anywhere in the house, but crazy because I'm not even a mama's boy, right? You definitely are. And I'm it's adorable. <laughs> she, she'll tell you I'm not. It's adorable. I love my mom. We had this whole conversation. I, I love, look, I love my mom. Okay. <laughs> yes, there, I, there me and his mom had this whole conversation. Like I would, I would, I would kill for my mom. Know that. Mm-hmm. Know that. I'm, I'm gonna protect my mom with everything in me. Okay. Oh. Know that. However. I'm the same way about your mom. I am my dad. I am my father's reincarnate. Okay, like I'm talking about. I look like this man could have spit me out for real. Yeah, it's actually true. He's just like, the shade darker. This man could have spit me out for real. And it's like, like that, that, like I, I to find a likeness like my mom, not to find my mom, but to find a likeness like. Her. Thank you, girl. Thank you for saying this. Like hers, it's like. That shit is like, Listen, let me some tell people you like, I can't be your mama, baby. Like, let me can't. let me tell you. <laughs> I don't something. need a mama. I just need you to be mommy. <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> when I go to work, his mom is my mom. Mm-hmm. 
she levels me because I be wanting to be petty so bad at work sometimes. And she be like, hey, what, what we working on? And I be like, see, oh, no. I'm pretty sure if you was like, and, 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 and she's so to, awesome to no me. No disrespect to nobody, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure if you was with somebody else and, and, and their mom, you know what I'm saying, in that situation, somebody probably would have let you be petty as fuck. They probably would have been petty with mm-hmm. you. Oh, yeah. Because these moms don't care. Where their mom was not grown enough mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But when I tell you, my mama got petty moments. Okay, one time I got to work late and she was like, you know what? You know what? I ain't got time to be your mama today. I said, "What did I do?" And she's like, uh-uh, "No, I don't want to hear it. I'm going to my office. I'm closing my door." And I was like, "She, she's really pissed at me." I'm like, get back here, lovely. She, every time she walked past my desk, she would snare her nose, and I'm like, "What did I do today?" She. She definitely is. She made me spaghetti. Like for Only me. Like my so. mom, my mom is like the definition of the saint. For real. Yes. Like Aww. she, she. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying she's godly. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Although she's a minister, she is not. Like she, 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 she does have her flaws, like every other human being. Mm-hmm. It's too nice. But my mom, my mom is the sweetest. Like that's her thing, and I told her sweetest. she's too nice. And, and I get my nice nature from my mom. I, I had a whole mm-hmm. talk with her. I said, ma'am, you're too nice. And so she's too nice. You could say I get my my social my social apparatus from my dad. So do you guys think that like like Jay, if you grew up with your dad and your mom, <laughs> do you think that everything would be different for you? Girl, I'd be more fucked up than I am now. Now, she, do, okay, is it because hey, you're? Do you, do you think because they would have just stayed for the kids, and that's why it wouldn't be no real love? My mom, she more so stayed because she thought it was the Christian thing to do. They, mm. they, she, you know, she felt like that's what she had to do. Yeah. But she also felt like she had to work on herself. So yeah. when she worked on herself, she prayed to God to get out of the situation she was in. When God released her from the situation, she left. If I would have stayed with my, my like, if they would have stayed together, I think the abuse from my sister would have been 10 times worse than what the fuck it was. And I think I would have got abused by my father. I don't care what nobody say. If my father can say that he hates me and that he can kill me, mm, there's no way my life would have been better. I probably would have been dead. I, 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 can, so, I can see that. I can see why you feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you think your life would be different if your parents were split and you grew up where you had to your parents were divorced and you Yes, I think I think my life would have probably been ten times worse than what I felt it was. And y'all can check it up to Middle child syndrome, if y'all want to, I don't give a fuck because, like, that's not that's not what I call it. You know, like at the end of the day, that this is this is my reality. Yes. Like, although they had three children to look after, I felt like my big brother, he got more of whatever it was that he wanted. Oh yeah. Because he was the firstborn. Mm-hmm. And my little brother being the last and the baby, of course, he gonna naturally get what the fuck he wants, no matter what he doing. <laughs> now, mind you, when I when I tell you like like standard wise, like I, I you would expect them to have all the same standards for us coming up. Mm-hmm. Wrong. My my big brother was the rebellious one, although he didn't have no reason to rebel whatsoever. He was free to exactly. do what the fuck he wanted to do. 
That was their mm-hmm. example child. That was the one that they were going to be like, okay, we're going to see what we can do with you. We're going to see what we can let you get away with. So that way, we're going to let this next one get away with it. And we're not, we're going to, we're going to learn from their mistakes with you. And we're going to take it, you know, and we're going to teach you with this one. And it went from that to now we're going to shelter him. Mm. Big bro can go yep. out and kick it and do all the shit that he want to do. Yeah, I got to stand thread. I got to read my books. I got to do my homework. Mm-hmm. I got to stay. I got to stay in my books. You are. I got to. I got to stay inside. Little bro, he, you know, just him. He, he free to do him. Like yeah. he, 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 he free. Cause they, they had a prime we, example of freedom. Then the do everything the right way, and then the okay, do what your first two brothers are doing, but. Take from both of them and mm-hmm. go with the flow. And then that part. And it was crazy because, like, although I did everything, I felt like, oh, I, I definitely did everything the right way. Everything mm-hmm. they they didn't have to ask me to keep my robe clean. They didn't have to ask me to keep mm-hmm. my chores done. They didn't have to ask me to keep good grades. Mm-hmm. I did all of. They didn't have to keep. Like, they had to ask me. My homework was done. They had to ask me for nothing. They had to ask me if the dogs were taken care of or anything. You, I legit did you it did all. everything. I did it all. And I felt like I didn't get no type of attention because of it. Yep. Uh, so yeah. because of that, it was like, okay, he's the most self-sufficient one. So that's the one we don't have to worry about. He's Let's worry about these other two. Yeah. Like, I, I got a problem with how, how they're not, how they're, you know, being coddled. So you know we're gonna coddle them a little more, a little bit differently this time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, and and that's what it was. So they were paying more attention to them. So then, growing up and even coming up through high school, my brothers and I all went to separate high schools. My, my except for except for when my little brother was a freshman, him and my big brother both went to the same high school. Yeah. I went to a whole separate high school than they did. My, out, of, out of my entire basketball career, high school, my parents probably put us to a handful of them. Oh, so he plays basketball, you guys, and he's amazing. Uh, yeah, he's bro. Yeah, yeah, come check him out. You know what I'm saying? One time, it's a show. Uh, Walking highlight film. My my baby's amazing. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> but yeah, like they they came to a handful of games. My dad was damn near the coach at my. Brother. So, wow. so, you know, it was, like, uh-huh. it was a big difference there. So, you think like, he paid more attention to them than... And, and like, it, it felt that way to me. Yeah. Although that may not have been what it was then, it was just more so, okay, I know you're going to flourish. I know you're going you're gonna to succeed. I know you're going to do your yeah. thing. So, they trusted that you was going to do it. Exactly. However, I still, I still yearn for that from them. You know? Gotcha. And, yeah. And then I eventually it came to a point where I was like, you know what, fuck it, I don't need y'all attention anymore. I'm gonna go ahead and just do me. Mm-hmm. And then I became my own little grown man at that point. It was like the shit that I would ask them for. They'd be like, well, no, I can't get this for you right now, or we can't get this for you hey, at this and point. And you wanna know and it's crazy? And then they turn around and little bro fuck around and have a brand new jersey. Big bro fuck around and have some brand new jersey. You wanna know it's crazy? I'm like, damn, I asked for a whole new school. Y'all talking about y'all, so, bro. Like, what's going on? So, Jay, it's crazy because I actually had, like, a whole two-hour talk with his mom about this. And when I told her how it seemed, she was like, I never thought of it that way. 
And I said, yeah, that's exactly what it seems. And I catch myself sometimes doing it with my kids, except for it's not me not paying attention to my middle child because believe it or not, every parent has that one golden child. You are that golden child, baby. You are. My Mason, yeah, Mason is my golden child. Yeah, Mason is my golden child. Everything. The child that gets their way. everything. They, no, no, it's the, the yeah. That's the that's the that's the titty circle. <laughs> <laughs> no, the titty circle. Okay, that's the one. No, that's the whole life. Like you know, like you you ain't never detached from your mama titty, man. So at that point, you you forever on your mama nipple, man. <laughs> that's just how that goes. I, I think it's a little bit different though, because one. And sorry if I sound different. I'm, I'm driving from work. Sorry. But um, I don't feel like I'm the baby. And a lot of people be like, you're the baby. You got so full. Me and my brother no. always go back and forth. Like, you got to do so much more. He got to do so much more. He was the middle he child. Was the only, he was the only boy, too. He was the only boy. And it seemed like my mom trusts him a lot more. It seemed like she let him do a lot more. Like I said, I, I told you beforehand, before this audio started fucking up, I do think she tried to shield me and things like that. But I also realized my sister was that one that could get away with any fucking thing. It's not because, like, she was, like, spoiled. It was because my sister, you know, she had her issues. So my mom was like, you know what? I'm not going to stress myself out for someone who's pretty much grown now. I'm not going to do it. But I've learned. My mom said, y'all all think that one got better treatment than the other because you have to love your treat your children differently but equally. Like, they all require something different. I was that depressed, hurt damaged child my brother was that athletic can do any crazy ass thing and get along with anybody person and my sister i think she was damaged as well i don't know why or from what because i didn't live those seven years before i was born but never her father put her through and it's crazy yeah it's crazy because it's like that's how my mom used to describe me and my brothers like mm-hmm. when we were teenagers and when we were young adults like our early our early 20s late teens and shit like like mom, like yeah, y'all like something is wrong with my big brother. And don't get me wrong, I do believe that my brother is in trouble, sure, because like that man got anger issues out of this world. Like I don't know what the hell is wrong with that man, for real. Mm. Like, like when I tell you, like if me and my brother were to argue, like it'd damn near come to blows. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it'd damn near come to blows for real, for real. Like we randoms for real. Motherfuckers that never knew that we was brothers the way we and him fight each other for real. Except for the side that they look alike. Aside from that. <laughs> that's the obvious. Right. They look alike. They all look alike. I was the one that was, you know, the, the, I was the athlete. Yeah. I was the one that, that succeeded with everything I put my hands on. I'm talking about everything I touched. Like, it was... <laughs> Yes. And my little brother, he was the he was the the under overachiever. Like he he'd slip up here and there, but then he'd get it right, and then he'd over excel it. That's how it's actually how my boys are. Except for Trey's not. Trey just slick. He's slick at the mouth. But Mason, everything this boy touch, everything Mason touch, is is golden. He catches on just like this. He learns everything so fast, and even the teachers and and like sports, everything. People are like, wow, this boy just learned this. In whoa, 
have you ever thought of this and that? And like Mason got an arm on him for football. He has an arm. He know how to play basketball, soccer. The boy is good at everything. Boxing, taekwondo, piano. Mason is excellent at everything. It's it's nothing that he don't want to do. He's like, I want to do this, mama. I want to do that, mama. I want to do this. And I'm like, okay, go for it. Meanwhile, Kari is my low chill kid. He like, nah, ma, not today. Or, or I want to be by myself. He, he, Kari loves music though. He's into beats. He wanted to do his own little beats and stuff like that. He, he's my chill kid with a music with an ear for music. He feed off of music. Music excites Kari. That's how you get his interest. Trey got, Trey got into the technology. Yes, Trey is dope with technology. He was showing me things on my phone that I didn't even know. And it, and it started off when he was about two. Technology always excited him, and I used to look for little things for little young gifted kids and stuff like that because Trey and the technology world is something else. He's hacking things. My kid. My eight-year-old is hacking stuff, like hacking no. games. And I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, I just hacked them. I know how to hack. I'm like, whoa, you could code. He could be and coding. this is why I think parents should feed into their parents' I understand yeah. you can't afford it, but you feed into the dream. Because you see the fucking video I sent you. Yeah. I did not help my oh baby my God, that day. It was amazing. That, that shit was like, excuse me? Like, when the yeah, fuck? Yeah, when you showed me, I said, yo, daughter made this video? It's so Girl, I was like, what the fuck? Like, she got me when she said they went to Guatemala and shit. I started cracking up. That's the joys of being a new age parent or yes. a parent now. After, after the generation before us, it's like, we learn what not to do or how yeah. to be better. Not not yeah. necessarily what not to do, but how to be better. And, and, and we took from and, and most of us we took from that. And yeah. we and we learned and, and I'm gonna say I enjoy being a, a hands on father. Like I enjoy being with exactly. children. I enjoy I teaching my kids. I enjoy that. when they learn. I enjoy helping them with their homework. I enjoy Listen, helping them play sports. All that let shit. me like, tell you, this man like, with these children is just like I enjoy it's like, that. Like God, I, hate, thank I, hate you. I hate when I miss you know what I'm saying anything. If I miss an assignment with them, I'm mad about it. Like and he I'm just, down with them. like yo, like, it's like, he's like, just, like he just got into my kid's life and already just bad. Uh, and and like because 'cause I'm like like I said, it's like I'm crazy. an educated person. I'm an educated man. Like I'm a college graduate, like, you know, and I I, yes, I do have my he's business. College Business degree. Um, I'm planning on opening up my own sports agency for minorities in the middle. Yes. Yes. For the third time, he is my single. So don't ask. We're going to get these kids out there. We're going to get them out there. We're going to get them out there. They surrounded. And I think comfortable zone. We're going to get them to these schools. We're going to get them to see. And the mindset like yours. They really want to go. Like, get them just the view of it. Like, give them a taste of it. Just see what it's like. But see, a mindset like yours. You can do this. You can be here. You can be here. Not even just in those fields. Like, we can get them in any sport, any any field. Like, you know, they're just. But you you pay attention to them. You listen to them. Some parents. Older parents, they didn't. It's all about give me respect. I want respect. I deserve it because I'm your parent. No, you gotta earn respect. My mama always told me a person gotta earn respect. She don't give a damn if you older than me or not. 
you need to earn that respect. Because if you go around just throwing respect at everybody and they disrespecting you, you what 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 good is it to keep respecting somebody who's being disrespectful to you? I see. Like okay, now this this is a benefit of coming up in a two parent home. Mhm. Like I I was always taught to respect the man next to me if yeah. I want to be respected. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying, and like and if he choose to disrespect me. I, that does not necessarily mean that I need to disrespect him because then that's just going to turn to a whole confrontation. I enjoy confrontation. I love to fight. This man does. I love to fight. But I'm leveling him and like, like, But like, it, if, it, if it don't have to be that and we can talk about it like like adults, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's get an understanding. Because like, if I don't want I, I to have to hurt you and I don't want to have to get hurt either. You know what I'm saying? Like, at yeah. the end of the day, because like, there's no telling what the next man or what the next person is capable of either. I'm not a big fan. Like, I'm Superman. Like, I, can, I can't be beat. There's yeah. always somebody out there bigger and better. Yeah. I do believe that, too. And also, like, I, I'm a firm believer in you can't keep someone who doesn't want to be kept. Oh, my God. Thank you. And in that sense, it's not just talking about your life partner. That's about children and about who they're connected to as well. Yes. If if they don't want to open up to you, you can't force them. If they don't want to talk to you, you can't force them. So you can just, all you can really do is extend that limb. Just like the the other day. What you did the other day when Mace had a nightmare and he went to check on them. And instead of forcing Mace to tell him what it was about, he just said, he's going to tell us when he's ready. Yeah. And he left it at that. Mason went back to sleep. And I talked to him. I was talking so, to Mason, and I said exactly what I told him. Like, man, like, and I asked him, I said, was it something in your dream that, that, that scared you? And he said, yeah. I said, what was it? And he just shook his head, no. And I'm like, okay, do you, I was like, you don't want to talk about it? He said, no. I said, okay, you want to, like, you know, you try to get you some sleep, man. Like, it's okay. You can tell me when you're ready. Like, you don't have, you don't have to. Yeah. You, can tell, you can tell me when you're ready. And you try to get you some sleep. And he so, said, okay, close his eyes and go back to sleep. Now, that is a lot different than how anybody else will handle it. Because sometimes I am, I over-exaggerate. So, when I hear stuff like that, I get up. And I stay there until he got to sleep because I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm pacing. I'm like, did something happen at school and he's dreaming about it? Or is this going on and he don't want to tell me? Or did somebody touch my baby? Like, what's going on? So my mind is going a thousand miles per hour because it's that instinct in me where I'm like, my baby's having a nightmare. I need to know what the fuck he's having a nightmare about. He don't want to tell me what's going on. But I know one person he will tell. And that's my mom. And my stepdad, he will run his mouth and he would accidentally say something, and he'll be like, "Oh yeah," and then this happened, and then my mom will be like, "Hey, did you know this happened?" I'm like, "No. When did you see? Mace just told me. How could you tell my mom but not me? But because they feel more connected with my mom because I'm the parent that's always at work, and I try to like take days off. But in today's society, if you take one day off, it's like you cut off your arm." When they they slip up or they do something that they know that they're not supposed yeah. to do, you really get on their heels. I do. I really definitely on, do. However, you're working on that and you're becoming I better am. at it. And he's and helping me work on of it. Of course, I'm, and I'm, I'm, that's what I'm here for. No, I'm so but, thankful uh, that you are. Thank but you. yeah, like, it's, it's just like... <laughs>
like you you they i'm not gonna say that they they, they have a very deep respect for you but where they they don't want to let you down they don't want to disappoint yeah. you they don't want you to be angry about something that that was in their control and I understand that as, as like from them because I was that child with my parents. I, I didn't want I didn't want to really talk to them and, and disappoint them and let them know like when I could be failing this or I'm having a little trouble with this. So I, I always figured it out. I literally I was found the a way to figure it out. And that... when I figured it out, I started like everything like when I tell you I stayed on the I roll four point oh every every See, year. I was a kid that had two point oh's and I'm like, what the and I'm like, shit. I, I, I don't get it. Or because I had a hard time focusing in school, and they never understood that. They just thought that I was just fucking off. And I aced all my tests. Any test that I had, I would pass. But it's the homework and all that because I couldn't focus. And I would tell them I can't focus right. But when it's a test, oh hell yeah. And they're like, wow, you're passing the test, but you're not doing the homework. And it's like. Sometimes I wanted them both to sit at the table with me and just do my homework with me. You wanted to know why I was getting good grades in high school? Why I stayed on the high road? Was you paying people to do your homework? Not at all. I did my homework. Well, It was just so I could entertain the women. Oh, I had wow. Basketball. I had basketball already. I played high school ball. I had AAU. I had the rec leagues in the summertime. I had all of that. It was just so, so I could I, I could talk to the women free. That's mm. it. So I think I I ain't had to worry about nothing. So Jay, with with you, it's just we on the school and subject. Able to sneak out the house easily. Oh my God! No, so Jay, with you since we on the school and subject, do you feel that your parents took to your education seriously? Um, she definitely did. Um. I think for a while she's like worried because it's like I said I was like you I could always ace the test but I couldn't for some reason I couldn't do certain stuff and it was more so the teachers were kind of like coming at me reckless so she thought I was just fucking off especially when it came like to math and shit like that because I will always get my answers completely different from the whole class and the teachers always tell you you have to have it like this and there's not one way to get an answer so I think at one point my mom just thought like okay now you're doing it on purpose to get the teacher like irritated but then when she realized by the time I was like on I think when I got a freshman year I was already on college level everything so she was just like so you really wasn't fucking off and after that she started like okay you got x y and z you know how to do this she took everything serious especially because I was doing sports too she was like if you can get a scholarship keep them grades up if you want if you want to do your sports you keep your grades up like so I love it yeah I didn't do sports in high school um, I did do poetry though. That actually helped me channel a lot of shit, and that was deep inside me. All my deep, dark thoughts and all that shit. Um, I did have a lot of acquaintance and friends, but a lot of that dropped when I got pregnant. So I, I didn't give a fuck, honestly, because I was like, it's life. And my mom always told me, you don't have friends, you have family. And sometimes you don't have family. Meaning, your friends, if they your true friends, they are family. And sometimes your family ain't your family. And she will always say, so stop throwing that word friend around loosely. Because you're throwing it around to the wrong people. 
And that's one lesson that I will always take from my mom. Don't always call somebody your friend because that same person you calling your friend is plotting on. And that happens. I got plotted on so much by different people that I call a friend. Threw loose, I threw that word around too loosely. And the moment I lost a lot of shit and I had to go back to my mama, she held my head high and told me never let them see me cry, never let them see me hold my head down. I got to hold my head down, hold it on her shoulder, and she going to hold me up. That's how she was. My stepdad was 10, time, 10 toes down behind my mama. My dad, too. I was definitely a pussy. I am my, listen, I'm my mom's best friend. My mom is, if, if anything was to happen, my mom is my go-to person because without her, I would be lost. Like, everything I did from here on out, it was my mom. Today is my first day not actually talking to my mom before she got away. We talk every day. Every day I'm on the phone with my mom. I can be on the phone with my mom for three hours every day. If I don't talk to her one day, I get work. I'm like, what the hell? Where's my mom? I'm like sitting at a I'm fucking search party at this point because this motherfucker thinks she grown. You is not grown, woman. Go to work and come home. Nowhere else. No, you cannot stop at the grocery store unless you give me something. Yeah, she so, that <laughs> exactly, and that's what she did. That's what she did. And, like, I feel for people who didn't have their mom. Like, I feel for my mom. Sometimes I want to hug my mom and tell her that her mom is proud of her. There's nothing that I can do that can take that pain away from not having your mother in your life. There's nothing I can do. There's multiple times where I wish my granny was alive. If, but if my granny was alive, let's be quite frank, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here today. I, my existence, my kids' existence would not be here if my grandma was alive. I went to go pick up my grandma earlier. I know. I was right there. I enjoy spending time with my granny. Yeah, my shot. I went to pick her up from my uncle's shop, from her up from one of her son's shop. Think oh. I'm talking about they got my granny right, okay? Uh. <laughs> my granny looking dick, see? <laughs> my granny, I didn't look like a spice girl today. Oh my god, mm. granny got her groove back. So, yeah, That's what it is. I'm just enjoying my granny's company. I sat with her for a minute at the house. We talked. See, I've heard some things about you. And I want to know, too, before I get into this. Jay, do you think your parents pay attention to you? Like, actually pay attention to who you are? As a kid, no, I didn't think so. But she read me like the back of her motherfucking hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Big Dog, Mama was able to read him to the T to me and tell me. One day I walked into work and I was just out of it. I wasn't there. I was there, but mentally and spiritually, I wasn't there. And yeah. she pulled me aside and she said, hey, I got a message from my son to you. And this is my this is my baby. And I said, your baby? She's like, this is my baby. So I don't know if she ever tell you she calls you her baby. And she thinks you are the mama's boy. But listen... She said, this is my, this is my big baby. This is, he's emotional. 
He's the emotional one. He's the kind one, the caring one. This is so when he tells me something, it's something serious. And I'm going to tell you because he was adamant of me giving this message to you. But I'm just a messenger. And it was just saying, let it go. And I said, I really need it. You don't know how bad I need to hear it that day. That was that day. When I tell you, like, I was on her ass about taking her to dinner. (laughs) I was on her ass. Like, I'm talking about, like, you're going to let me take you to dinner. Like when, when you gonna when you gonna, when you gonna yes, tell me what he, you want for dinner? Like you know, what I'm saying? every was. time I was at the bank, like I'm talking to her, like, like, what 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 you want? You know, what I'm saying, what, when you gonna let me take you to dinner? And she she never tell me. And then, like you know, I just had one conversation with my mom, and my mom was like, yeah, she was going through something or whatever. So then, I sent her a friend request on Facebook, and then I seen her posting plenty little angry shit. Plenty of little angry shit. I'm like, well, she bad. Like, well, she angry. So I'm like, you know, so then we exchanged info. And then, like, I was texting her, and I wouldn't get no reply. So I'm like, I'm not finna hound. So I'm like, I'm not finna hound this woman. So I told my mom, I said, Ma, that she ain't talking to me. I know she gonna listen to you. Tell her, let it go. And I'm glad she told Whatever it is. Let it go. It is not worth it. I'm glad she told me to let it go. Because my mom even told me to let it go. But when it came, yeah. it was just, like, I just, I literally said, God, just give me one sign. Just give me something. And that day I walked in because I was so pissed. I was fuming. That day she and just pulled me aside and told me. responded to me that morning. I did. <laughs> I said, oh, she responded to me? She talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. I said, I, I ain't gonna lie to you, like, like I got real happy. I was geek, and I'm like, oh, she giving me the time of day right now. Let me not waste it. <laughs> and it, it's, his mom is just so angelic, like, she, it was just the spirit. Let y'all tell her. is there anything before we close is there anything from growing up in those different households that you actually learned that you would teach your kid or take into the future I think right now for me, what I'm taking in the future is because of all the bullshit that I've went through, I'm very closed off on my feelings, but it yeah. affects my daughter. So my whole process is trying to learn how to be a soft mom and not yeah. be so like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't stand hugging people. So it's sad when you can't handle your own daughter hugging you. So your daughter is so kind of like, yeah, like your daughter's kind of like, so do you love me or not? Like she knows. Yeah. Well, she, Honestly, I close off sometimes when the kids hug, mm-hmm. but it was because of not my mom was very affectionate. My stepdad was very affectionate too, but it was because of something that all the stuff that was said when I decided to walk away from that relationship. Man. The, 
your mom don't love you and you should treat her this way and do this and do that and my kids party for a second and to, because they're so young they absorb everything like a sponge and and it, it hurt because it be times now when people sneak up on me and I flinch real hard or I don't like them touching in a certain way because I'm like damn and I'm working on that it's one thing that I'm working on but I ain't gonna lie I be fucking her up, and I don't even be trying to sometimes. Yes. One day she like I was in the kitchen looking for something on the table, uh, and and she came out the she came out the bathroom, she all in her phone and shit. She turned the light on. Damn, I have a heart attack. I definitely did. <laughs> I did. I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you? She's like, you can't do that. It's I'm it's- like. I'm like, fuck you expect me to do wear a bell around my neck or something? Like And he was dressing like, up. Like, hey, I'm coming in the room. <laughs> you can never Big hear him. <laughs> you can never hear him when he enters a house. He's so quiet. But the one thing that I would take from my 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 childhood or from my experiences is to not love foolishly. Not, don't give your heart up foolishly. Yeah, because you may you may end up giving your heart up to somebody who wants to see you destroyed, or not even necessarily see you destroyed, but who want to see themselves above you, not to see where y'all like she. They don't want to see you equally. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what you need to be careful of because at the end of the day, if you like if you like find somebody who who just manipulative like manipulative uh-huh. or who just toxic like. Who don't know what they want for real and just playing a role? They're not serious about anything. Who don't really take care of what they're supposed to take care of? They're not mm-hmm. that 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 relationship will not amount to anything. Exactly. It will fail just as quickly as it starts. But if you guys mm-hmm. build the foundation, you you start somewhere, and you start somewhere solid, not mm-hmm. just somewhere physical, but like somewhere mentally. It, it, it can even be physical, you know. It's who's to say how it starts. Mm-hmm. Who's to say how it can start? It could be just off the touch of a hand, okay. A single kiss. It don't matter. Just even, you know, just entertaining them or being a in single, their presence. A Hello. You know, one of them. You feel <laughs> Let me find out. Big dog finna be our third partner on this goddamn show. Jeez, right? The fuck. So, my the only thing I took from them is it's okay to move forward and it's okay to blend families because sometimes that love you think is there with that first person it ain't there it's okay because it's someone for everyone and you can always blend your family the more the merrier that's how I look at it the more the merrier my my kids would gain another grandparent Care of grandparents. Man, when I tell you that my family are very accepting. Oh my gosh, they love my kids, especially Layla. Like, cause she's you gotta think about it. His daughter Lay is the other only girl. Remember, I told you I I was in the house, all boys, and my mom was the only girl. My brother, my big brother, has five kids and one on the way, so that's six boys. Uh Yes, all boys. All boys. Yes. I have I have two children, biologically. A boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. I have the only girl on my side of the family. My little brother has zero kids. Yeah. 
And when they see Layla, their eyes just lit up. Oh my god, lit Layla up. Is girl number two. So it's it's like wow. And then on top of that, she another high yellow baby. <laughs> Listen, his daughter and Layla are adorable together. They're both like these bright things. Like. They're both this bright little light, and they they are and adorable just together. They just adorable. the cutest little girls ever. Oh my gosh, they so. And then they, the way that they speak, it's like okay, it's... my daughter, my daughter is about to be four on the twentieth. We'll yeah. My baby's turning birthday. Uh, yeah, she should be should be four on the twentieth, and like before, like my baby turned two. Like she was able to speak words, like yes, because you're words, not baby like, talking. And mind you, yes. I, I've never, like, I've never baby talked with my kids ever. Yeah, thank you, ever, thank you. ever, not not one time, not even when they was first born, when they first came out their mom. I never, never yep. baby talked. I, 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 I my granny never let us baby talk to, to babies. Yeah, talk to my kids, how I'm talking to you. Yeah. You know, like I, I speak like you know, like, like reality. Like I'm not I'm not gonna baby talk with you. I'm gonna give you the real and everything. And I told him just like that. I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm gonna protect you, I'm gonna love you with everything that's in me. I'm gonna do all that I can to make sure that you guys have whatever it is that you need and or want to survive. Mm-hmm. And that's just my vow that I made to my shorties and that's what I'm gonna stick by and I'm gonna live by that. And did you make one vow to your baby? Jay, you said, "Did I do what?" Make one vow to your baby. Not really. It's not just one. Not saying it like that, but it's not really. My vow to her is always to try, like, for me to keep trying to be better. Like at first, it was like me trying to make sure I make it to the next day, so I did that. Now it's just me trying to be better. At being better, like I don't know how that yeah. makes sense to y'all, but it makes sense to me. It it, it makes perfect sense. Jay, we finna fight, bro. Man, <laughs> man, man, you gonna box, bro? Cause look, at the end of the day, it's like this. Because I'm attached to her, I'm attached to you now. So yeah, like, you, know like, hey, you better take care of that baby, otherwise we gonna box. And I, I'm flying both of y'all out here. We gonna I'm gonna treat her to some ice cream and cake. You gonna treat your ass? And then me and you. We're going to hit the boxing ring or something, bro. <laughs> so, mine is to make sure that my kids, I always tell myself, I'm going to do it how my mama did it. My mama never talked dirty about my dad to me. Oh, right. She let me judge for sure. it for myself. Mm-hmm. And when I said, I want to live with my dad, she said, okay. Okay, I want you to see who he is for yourself. I want you to you be able it. to see it. And when I seen it, I was like, "That's respect." And then when my dad told me out of his mouth why my mom is the way she is because of him and the shit he put her through, it hurt me. Cause this is the man that was my hero. No matter how bad anybody says shit about my dad. He always treated me as a, a father should treat his daughter. Like, there's nothing that my would have disappointed my dad that I could have done. My dad always that. treated me it. as I was the it child, that I was that that kid like, he loved. Like, when my like, kids, when my kids come of age where they, like, will completely and fully understand, Yeah, I, w- I will have that conversation with them, and I will tell them, like, 
this is why yeah your mom and it was hurtful it it hurt hearing my dad tell tell me that because, because I, I didn't like want to hear it you may not want to hear it but i felt like that's well i didn't want to believe it because my cousin told me when i was a kid they were poking jokes and stuff and then i cried because that hurt because i'm like my dad would never do that to my mama you lying you lying and it was confirmed it was confirmed by him yeah, and I just I started looking at him so different. I'm like, you're a monster, bro. Like, why? But then my dad would do little things, and he'll only do it with me. When he picked me up, the temptation my girls would always play. Every time I step in the car, he'll sing that song, and he'll play it three times. Every time I stepped in the car, there was never a day where he'll pick me up and he wouldn't play that song. Every what? time. And it, it was like our little thing. So every time I hear that song, I I just I get so teary because it reminds me of my dad. It was that one little moment, and that's why I won't play that song because it's like mm-hmm. I never fully let go of my dad, and I'm trying, but I can't because that's the only thing of him left, other than my kids. Layla look exactly like my dad. She looked like me, but she looks like my... I see so much of my dad in her. And it's it's like... Listen. It's it's like when I look at her and when I look at Kari, yeah. We're the only ones that look exactly like my dad. (laughs) And it was creepy. Like, I don't... You... When she was you, first you born, honestly, all honesty, with Layla, that is the prettiest baby anybody <laughs> can set eyes on. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, oh, to thanks, baby. She, it's she's like, a very beautiful dog. With yeah. her, I accepted more things and I grew closer spiritually to what I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. And when I had her, it was one of those, psh. but with Kari, I literally was at ease with him. So that's why Kari is my most chill kid. And I I mended the relationship with my parents. Mm. That was something that I really needed to do. And I mended it with both of them. And they were able to help me. And without them, I wouldn't be right here today because I probably would be dead or in jail. Somewhere. See, that's the kicker right there. So, Look, I, <laughs> okay, look, I got a question for you. You know what I'm saying? We get out of here or whatever. Like, okay, when you first had your children, how active were your parents when you first, when you had your very first one? How active were your parents? My mom was completely active. I mean, I was 18. What about and you, Jay? She, oh, she did, when I say everything. Everything, right. I ain't need no baby daddy, to be real. Like, she she get she off to work what, and do what? Feed your baby, change your baby while you sleep? Yo. When I so tell you, exactly she, my mama did. she was not playing. She was not playing. That was the very first time I've ever seen my parents take an interest in my life. Ever. 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 I it's, swear to God. It's like, like it's something about them becoming said, oh, a grandparent. They had a baby. <laughs> like, oh, like, and mind you, my son, my son was born in Chicago. My son was not born here in Milwaukee. Wow. My daughter was. My oh. son was born in Chicago, Illinois. Wow. And it's funny. Um, 
Like, my parents came out there to see my son. Oh. They were on their way back from Tennessee from my little brother, uh, one of my little brother, uh, homecoming game. And they brought my little brother home with them. And I, th- I believe it was like, because his birthday, he came September 1st. My my son came a month and six days early. Jeez. He was so premature. He came a month and six days early. Yeah. He came out uh, two pounds, four ounces. Yeah. And my little dude is the shit today. Yes, he's very articulate my and he's so smart. The shit today. Like, my son is like, I'm like, when he's the not smartest, in his ways. The smartest five year old ever. Before we sign off, Jay, you want to hit us with the fun fact? Broski, bro. Like, this really fucked me up. Like, all my life, I've been called an Irish twin. But I, I was talking to Zay today, and I was like, yo, that shit sound racist. Bro, Irish twins were referred to one mother having two children who were born 12 months, months or less apart. It originated in the 1800s as a way to poke fun of the Irish Catholic immigrant families who could not have access to fucking birth control. I'm done saying that shit, my nigga. That shit is sick. That is very sick. Um, that's so, crazy. yeah, that's that's kind of deep. Big dog, you gotta <laughs> say some fun facts. <laughs> hey, I, I, that's hard to follow up with. My I'm dog. sorry, like, <laughs> that was tough. Okay, damn. See, so I'm, because I'm a nasty individual. For all for all of my pussy eaters out there. <laughs> If you never, never ate it from the back, put your face in that shit. <laughs> Watch her go crazy. Look, you'll thank you later. You'll thank you later. No, it's not I'm first dead. time doing it. Once you perfect it, you'll thank me later. He said suffocate, bitch. I'm trying to look. Make her think you suffocating. Climb <laughs> right on in, fam. I'm hey, dig in okay. like it's your last. <laughs> for you guys, okay? Ooh. And okay. this one is about Wells again. <laughs> Listen. So, the water, whenever you go to, like, the ocean and all that shit, Don't violate the Don't do that. Don't do that. You're going to hurt these people. It is Wells sperm. <laughs> Just Why are like, you telling that? That was our secret. <laughs> what would you do? So you just swallowed all the babies. <laughs> you got a baby word. <laughs> I'm trying to give it to you. Bro, <laughs> baby, that day. Oh, I'm my kidding. gosh. Think of the children. You know how many people you see face planting in this Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine if you could get pregnant off of swallowing. I be know. A whole bunch of will babies. You have a whole pearl coming out your ass. Like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Okay. So, let's just end it here. So, thank you once again for tuning in to the Venting Space with Zay. And a nigga named Jay. And our special guest. Oh, yes. Also, she got to put a quarter in the jar. I know. I thought about that after I said it. I was like, God dang. Yes. So, bye. Bye.